Welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyadh. My name is Kevin. Today is Tuesday, May 10th. We are back with another episode. Both Gladi and I are in all black, um, anticipating some funerals in the next uh, few days for some teams for their season. Um, we're in the right now, we're recording it right before the Heat um, Sixers game, game five. Uh, much anticipated game fives today, two of them. Uh, Suns, we're Mads. just doing it, we're doing it before the game in case they lose, then I won't be able to record for <laughs> three days. That's, ta- that's, uh, that's standard protocol, so <laughs> standard. He needs three day recovery period. Um, but uh, yeah, we're just jumping on to kind of uh, review what has already occurred in the uh, second round since last episode was just previewing the second round. Um, there's some great storylines already developing, and uh, we're going to throw in some of our um, interests for each of them and uh, some predictions. Um, so to start, before we get into each series, and this is kind of how we can gauge which series to talk about the most, I guess. Um, should I start with the least important or least interesting to me? Yeah, and then I'll just say agree or disagree, and then I'll say like how I have it. And this is also... I promise I'm actually being unbiased and you'll notice because I'm not going to have the Sixers number one. Yeah, Gladdy, but realistically, every, I do. Before every take, he's going to say, I'm, I'm, this is an unbiased take, just as a disclaimer, <laughs> so everybody understands. It's for the general NBA population, what I think is like the most intriguing. Got it. Okay. Um, so I'll start with mine. I think, I think before, I think a couple of days Keep it ago, as where you're at after four games. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it I, involved uh, the, the score and every circumstance involved. Yeah, exactly. So th- that's kind of what I was going to uh, set up. So prior to a couple of days ago, this wouldn't have been my last one. Um, but right now, Grizzlies Warriors is probably my least interesting series to watch at this point. Uh, obviously, the Warriors up 3-1. They won last night in a close game uh, without jaw. We have no idea if jaw will come back. Um, we don't know how healthy he'll be. And, you know, with the Warriors, um, you, they don't have home court advantage, but up 3-1 on a young team that hasn't really – doesn't really have any playoff experience, I think that's probably the the one I'm most sure of that the Warriors are going to win. Yeah, I'm the same way. We don't have to spend much time talking about it. Um, you know, it's a real shame that – uh, Ja got hurt. Um, I don't think it was intentional at all. Uh, I think it's pretty overblown. Um, I do think that that is a huge injury for the Warriors losing Jordan Poole or not Jordan Poole, sorry. Um, Gary Payton, the second, because not for this series, but like if they were to play the Suns moving forward, I really think they could have used his defense. Um, yeah, I mean, you're seeing it, you're seeing it now, like the Warriors have nobody to guard jaw. They're not going to have anyone to guard CP or Booker. Exactly. If they played the Suns. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that that really just sucks. Um, I mean, overall, it's it's kind of – I don't really get – I don't get why Memphis continues to play Dylan Brooks and just let him – chuck up shots and like yeah he's got the green light like he really has a green light and like he's not a good offensive player he's a weird Um, looking shot yeah i I just i'm really i don't know why taylor jenkins um is going to him so much i mean i know the jaw's out now but even like before the suspension like he was kind of absolutely green light just completely jacking and like 
It's mostly his defense. He probably wants to yeah. give him some looks offensively just so he can keep that intensity. He's shooting 22% from the from the field yeah. this series. Yeah, so. not, he's he's not shoot, he's not playing great. I mean, you know who I really like on the Grays, and I think he might be the best in the league um, as a backup point guard is Tyus Jones. I think he's yeah. an absolute stud. Yeah, he finished the year with like the best turnover uh, assist to turnover ratio in the history of the NBA. Yeah, um, I mean that's probably why there's not like obviously Jaws a better player, but that's probably why they're still so good because obviously we talk about their depth during the regular season at least and. To be able to have a run the show guy who's going to take care of it, get your guys in the right spots. And we and we um, talked about this a little bit last year with Jaw. You know his defense had to improve and it still needs to improve. And it seems yeah. like without him, they're a little bit better defensively. Yeah, we could talk about the end. I don't really have much more to say about the series. I think it's over in yeah. five, six max. I mean, unless Jaw comes back, but I still don't see him beating the Warriors three straight. Yeah, the next game's in Memphis, so and all game, all the games have been close, so it's possible. Well, no, I guess I guess they got blown out. Uh, game game three. three, but uh, all the other ones have been close, even without Jaw last game. So, and it's going to be in Memphis, so it could. I mean, the Grizzlies could get the game, but you know, winning three in a row with uh, Jaw being hobbled, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and I, I picked the Grizzlies prior to this, prior to the uh, playoffs. I had them going to the conference finals and beating the Warriors. Um, I, I don't think I would have abandoned that pick if Jaw didn't get hurt, but I was definitely more unsure about it um, just with the inexperience with the Grizzlies and, and some of their yeah, players not really I had Golden up. State in the conference finals, and yeah. obviously I wouldn't have abandoned her. I won't know. So yeah. sticking with that prediction. So my second, my second uh, most or I guess my second to least most. Just say third. My third most. Your third most intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> Quit your job right. and you just you forget how to use your brain sometimes. <laughs> uh, so the, the third most interesting out of the four um, for me is the Heat Sixers. Uh, it is 2-2 right now. Uh, game tonight, game five. The reason why I would say is because I'm, I was confident prior to the series with a healthy Embiid that the Sixers would move on. Um, and I'm obviously with Embiid back and him not even being hundred percent and them winning their last two games. I mean, I'm even more confident about it. I don't think the heat have looked great at all. Um, I mean, whoever, whoever they play in the next round, I think they'll get smoked. Um, they have no size uh, and they have really just one star and Jimmy Butler um, who's, you know, borderline superstar. Uh, but that's kind of why I have less uh, my intrigue about for the Sixers because I don't really have any intrigue intrigue for the Heat. But my intrigue for the Sixers is mostly next series if they move on to see how they match up against the Bucks or Celtics. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, like I said, obviously I'm paying the most attention to this, but I think from the general NBA fan who's not biased towards the team, I think this kind of would be third uh, as well. Yeah due to the fact that they kind of embrace this, but the Heat, no one's been talking about them all year. They're kind of a little bit of like a veteran, but like kind of a boring team outside of like Jimmy and like their big piece guess, that they got over the off season isn't even like healthy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Jimmy's been phenomenal um, pretty much all postseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's averaging like, like pretty much better numbers than he was during the regular season. I think he's averaging like 
28, seven and six or something ridiculous. Um, but he really just doesn't seem like he's had the help. Um, obviously one of their biggest X factor X factors on their team is at a bio and he just can't do anything when Embiid's on the floor. No. Um, he's too short. Kind of like, he's really just they've kind of short. been like shadow, like almost trying to avoid the minutes a little bit. So mm-hmm. he can kind of get going a little when Embiid's on the bench. Yeah. Um, but, but their I second just, option like, is Deadman. So like, yeah. And it, but it's just like, it's, it's insane that people literally after that one bubble playoff series, some people legit were like, bam, out of is better than Joel Embiid. No, that was crazy. Those people need to be exposed and shamed. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in other front, than that, yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, a lot of the, it's going to come down to, I mean, I think the Sixers do have more star power, so it gives them the big advantage there. For the Heat to win, they're going to need to shoot the ball really well. Um, I, think we I mean, I like play. their I like their role players better too. I mean, I like Tobias, Maxi. I mean, but those are know. like that's what I'm saying. I, I consider those like low end star power. Like, yeah, they yeah. do have a, like I'm not saying they have a great, but like during the regular season, like and just overall, the role players are stronger than ours. Yeah. Um, your role players, the role players for the Sixers looked really bad at the first two games. Yeah. I think they've they've looked a little well, bit in, this, in the last two. But I mean, like even hold on, you, you broke up. our role players overall this season. Like I mean, Danny had, was like out a lot and looked really old. Niang was our one staple. Furkan had the worst shooting uh, season of his career. Like Shake was pretty down. Matisse, Matisse, like played some good defense but like showed absolutely no improvements offensively mm-hmm. so like going into the series and like honestly outside of like our starting five i'm still more confident in their role players but i mean how Embiid's exposed bam and how heroes kind of struggled this series um obviously lowry's a shell of himself and not even playing tonight uh obviously we have a big advantage star power so I I would lean Sixers in the series, but mm. like I said, for the Heat to win this series, those three point shooter role players have to really shoot shoot the lights out to end the series, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think the Sixers get it. Uh, they probably win the next two games, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> and then my second most intriguing one is the Bucks Celtics. We might have this one flip, reversed. I would flip my top two. Yeah. Uh, the reason that, why is just because I'm more confident in the Bucks, I guess. Um, I I think it was disappointing that they lost last night. I, you know, I think they mostly had it and kind of blew it at the end. Quarter. Yeah, Al Horford was you know 14 for 16 for the game. Had like what like 15, 16 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's not going to happen again. The Bucks I mean, shot Dr- terribly. Tatum had the same amount of points as the entire yeah. Bucks team in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the only thing, like obviously, you know that like, I want more than anything in this world, the Celtics will lose this series. Obviously, you have the honest factor. He's going to be the best player in the series, and he yeah. has been. Um, that does give me a, a decent amount of con- uh, confidence. But, like, I'm just a little worried about Drew, man. Like, yeah, I know, like, he – I'm just worried about him running out of steam. Like, he's having to cover, like, the best players all game, and then he's still having to take – way more shots than he's used to. Obviously, you saw him 5 of 20 last night. Like, that gives me serious concern with how strong the Celtics' depth is. And I think – It's like, even if Giannis does score 40, yeah. like, if he gives us another 
couple bad games like that, like they could be in trouble. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point with Drew, and I think that's where we you see like the the um, Middleton, the yeah missing Middleton. Yeah, um, because Middleton is that second scorer. Like Drew Holiday, you know they they ask him to score every now and then, you know, take advantage of matchups, stuff like that. But he's not he's not like a guy when you need a bucket, you know, pull up mid range. Like that's the Middleton role. Um, so you do see it missing a little bit, like. And I think if they had Middleton, this wouldn't even be like a real series, honestly. Um, so that's why maybe, you know, the Celtics have a, a little bit better chance with Middleton out. Um, but but I, I think I think Drew, his impact is always going to be mostly on the defensive end. Um, you know, you're going to ask him to score, but I think it's mostly the, the open threes they need to just hit. Um, I also think what I think Giannis needs to. Now, I'm not saying I disagree with how he went about game four, right? He wanted to stomp on the throats and just end the series. You go up 3-1 with the best player in the world, series is over. Yeah. I think that on the road in Boston in game five, and if they do go to game seven, I think a little bit, I'm not saying he can't look for his, but like I think in the first quarter, he needs to approach a little more playmaking. Yeah. Um, like I think, he's, I think you see players. that. I think you see that with Luca because he made adjustments yeah. in game one and two because he was trying to just go and like score, keep them in the game early. Yeah. He kind of lost a little bit of, of steam at the end of the game. So yeah. I think that's kind of. And I think that's what happened to Giannis a little bit in game four. So, I, I mean, if I were him or the Bucks coaching staff, I would focus a little bit in on trying to get those Connaughton, you know, Grayson Allen, Wesley Matthews. You know, the Bobby's really struggled. Yeah. Um, get them going in the first half and, and still just hang around and then just, you know, obviously and get them going. Me, it's still, he's still going to score 15 points in the first half. Yeah. Like, and then and, just know that you're going to have like the full yourself for the, you know, when it matters most. Yeah. And I don't think, um, I don't think the Bucks have really taken advantage of their size, especially last game with Rob Williams out. Like you saw in the first game when they when they destroyed the Celtics, like they were really pounding them inside. Like they had a lot of bodies. Like it, I don't know, maybe Bobby Portis is maybe Portis is being like played out of the series a little bit. I don't know, but well, and he also they seemed, adjusted to him coming off the bench now, so they don't have that yeah. huge lineup anymore. Yeah, and so like I don't I don't know. They need to I. I Looking back at it now, it didn't seem like Lopez dominated as much as he should have inside with Rob Williams out. Like, if, if you're going to play Hal, Al Horford and Grant Williams, they they can't handle Lopez and Giannis down low. I, I just don't. They shouldn't be able to, and I think they need to take advantage of that better. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the Bucs ha- have it. They could win the next two games. They could go seven, but I, th- I think they probably handle it in the next two games. Um, yeah. And then the – I hope you're right, man. I really <laughs> hope you're right. I hope I'm right too. I'm I'm pretty confident. Um, and then the uh, the most interesting to me is Suns Mavs. I think when it was when it was two zero, it probably been was the fourth most interesting to me. Um, but now that they've tied it two two, and I I do give the Mavs a serious shot to beat the Suns. Um, that's the and obviously with Luca. He's the most. Is it messed? Is it messed up that we just didn't talk about the Celtics at all, and it was all about the Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I think our bias. But is I think, up. but I think, but that's what I believe. I think it's really up to the Bucks if they play their game. I don't think the Celtics can beat them. 
gotcha. in, a, in 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 best out of three. Like I just like Tatum hasn't been great this series. No, but he was great last night in the fourth um, quarter. Especially. In the fourth quarter, he was he was really good. Honestly, like the second half, he had he had a really good second half. Um, he hasn't had a good series at all. Um, no, he hasn't. He, maybe he had like two good halves. That's it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think, but, but I don't. But that's the thing people were saying about the Celtics: how they've kind of f- figured out the kryptonite for Giannis because he's shooting so he's having such bad efficiency. Um, but like the same could be true about the Bucks figuring out Tatum and Brown. Like they're they're not going to let both of them go off. I mean, that's kind of been yeah. true the whole series. Um, so I don't know why they w- that wouldn't continue. With Giannis, you've seen him kind of dominate in spurts, so I think he he really can, you know. Yeah, I'm just hoping that the Celtics role players don't have too much of an impact because they have two of the three games at home. Yeah, yeah, because you can tell they shoot the ball better there, but we'll see. Yeah, um, and then uh, obviously uh, just to go back to Suns Mavs, um, just with I I just I I'm waiting for the storyline to see what, what people say about Luca if, if he wins the series. Um, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be so happy listening to all yeah, the media about him. Yeah. Yeah. Top two player in the league, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been super impressive, obviously. Um, you know, they've gotten three point shooting out the, out the ass. I don't know where, Kenny Smith, eight for 12 last game. That's crazy. Bertans remembered how to play basketball. Now you got the hell out of Joe Fourier. Bro, I was totally wrong about Bertans. I was like, when, when, because he had, he played a few of the, you know, when he started playing for the Mavs a few of the first games, I was like, there's no way he's going to get any time in the playoffs just because he's going to be such a liability on defense, but they're, they're giving him minutes. Yeah. It seems like they've they've went a little bit away from Dwight Powell, and that that seems like yeah, that's been definitely. a good move. Yeah, um, you five know, out with Maxie. heavy minutes. Yeah, he's been really good defensively. Um, I forget who I was listening to, but someone said a lot of times as series go later, Kleba tends to break down physically, so that's something to keep an eye on. Like you know, yeah. not being able to keep that. And I do kind of remember that a couple of years ago with when they played the Clippers. Um, he kind of did a pretty good job on Kawhi early in the series yeah. in making it difficult for him. But then I do remember him like just like kind of seeming yeah. exhausted or not being able to hold up physically through a full seven game series. So I'm definitely going to have an eye on that as well. Yeah. Kleba is mostly his importance on the court right now against the Suns is just spreading the floor, being able to hit that three, um, pulling De- DeAndre Ayton out. Um, and and I do think that's kind of affected DeAndre Ayton a little bit. Um, Ayton, yeah, he's really sh- like he he should be he should be playing better against. He the should Mavs. be. They, they don't have any. The they don't have an inside presence at all. Yeah, I mean him and he's been missing some and, and CP. I mean yeah. they they've been. It's kind of it's it's kind of funny because like going into the series, like I feel like my more concern was like Booker's health because like he came back in that yeah. late game and yeah. kind of looked bad, but he's been he's been without a question, the best player on the series for the Suns. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think CP obviously needs to bounce back after two bad games. The last game was awful. Um, yeah. you, know, you know I'm a big CP fan, so I am rooting for him to bounce back, but I'm definitely rooting for the Mavs. Yeah, I just think... And, that, and I'm like, going to feel bad for CP if, if the Suns beat, uh, this lose is like, to the Mavs. Is this their last year? The Suns? Yeah. I mean, CP's... There's a lot of... 38 ambiguity. next year. 
CP's gonna be 38, like Aiton's not signed, like yeah, and he that was not like that was not a good ending to that offseason. Like I think Jay gonna, Crowder also he's older. Like I don't think he can yeah. really stay. I mean, as, like, I'm not really worried too much about Crowder just because of Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges. I think Cam Johnson can pretty much jump right into that role. He's not quite as physical, obviously, but yeah. Three I don't know. They rely on Crowder a lot on the defensive end. Yeah, they do. Um but I mean, I just, yeah, I'm not saying it's by any means the end to them because I, I mean, obviously, you still have a lot of good young pieces, but like, no, you're 100 feels right. like this year, now. this year, and last year was their window, especially with yeah. an old CP. And I kind of, I feel like we kind of, but we can't even say this. it was like, oh, well, last year they was their two seed. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I mean, the, previous year like two years ago they didn't even make the playoffs that was the bubble year. right right so that last year like like, it kind of felt rushed you know what i mean like it felt rushed but they had they had cp and that's kind of what made them feel like they were like somewhat somewhat in their window and now with their second year together being the number one seed like this is definitely the best team it's gonna definitely be a huge uh failure of a season if they don't get past the second round yeah, I agree. Um, but that being said, I, I still think I'm riding with the Suns just because, like, like we talked about, like how if I had to these, bet on it, I'd, I'd I'd bet on the Suns. Yeah, like all these yeah. like random players that we didn't expect much of are outperforming expectations so far in the series for the Mavs, mm-hmm. and like CP, like Aiton, like these guys that are like proven stars in the league or like yeah. you know all star quality players. The, I you, I would trust them to you know bounce back more as opposed to the Mavs players to just keep outperforming expectations. Put Luca aside, obviously. Um, I think, but we'll see. Yeah, I think I mean, they, they've got nothing out of campaign. He's been horrible off the bench. Yeah. But dude, series. I think I think a lot of that is Luca. Like we forget Luca is the point guard. Like it's hard to match up against a six eight point guard that yeah. is just going to body you in the That's paint. True. So. I do think that Luca does like think about the Clippers. Like Beverly couldn't be on the court because he just took advantage of that matchup. Um, so like sometimes you know sometimes Luca can just make those match, and that's why I kind of I, I picked the Suns because they were so deep. I thought they could figure it out, whatever combination of players they need to have on the court um, to guard the Mavs. But you know the, what we've been saying or what kind of people forget, like people have been on the Celtics bandwagon because you know, they had like the best second half of the season record wise and like point differential or whatever. And the Mavs were like right behind them in all those statistics. And like, people don't think of, of the Mavs as a good defensive team because they don't have any like amazing defenders, but the last two games, they've essentially kept them under a hundred points. You know, the best team. Yeah. No, it's who they did. It's been super impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's, uh, Trying to think who on the Sixers will cover Luca in the NBA Finals. Probably maybe might have to put Tobias on him. Yeah. All right, yeah, go ahead. With Matisse, baby, with those long arms, it's gonna be pesky. No, he's not even gonna play. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it, right? Uh, yeah, for the series. Um, again, just to recap, I had Sixers Bucks in the conference finals. I'm still confident in that. I had Suns Grizzlies. I'm less confident in that. I think the Warriors definitely move on instead of the Grizzlies, and then I'm kind of 50-50 on Suns-Mavs, and then I have yeah. Suns-Bucks in the finals. I'll still stick I'll stick with that. Yeah, recap. Um, I had Suns-Warriors. Um, 
obviously uh, the Suns are a little bit questionable, but still feel pretty good about that prediction. Mm-hmm. I had Bucks and Heat, and I mean, they're both 2-2, so I think both of those series could go either way. And I also picked the Heat just because I needed to hedge my emotions, and we didn't know, we didn't think Embiid had much of a chance of coming back this quickly. Um, yeah. So that yeah. obviously affected And you saw the impact immediately, like yeah. just him being on the court. We were texting back and forth. You were at the game. Like it, it was, it, you see it immediately, especially against the Heat. Um, but uh, I think uh, just to kind of also recap some of the matchups we wanted to see that are still alive. So Suns, Bucks, obviously that's still alive. Uh, Sixers, Bucks in the conference finals, Embiid versus Giannis. That's still alive. That makes and, me so. Uh, we'll do that in the preview. Go on. Yeah, it's still alive. Um, Sixers, Suns, uh, Harden versus Chris Paul. That's alive. Uh, probably not like not likely to happen, but it's still alive. Um, uh, Grizzlies versus Warriors. That's happening right now, but with Jaws' injury, it's a little less um, exciting. And then. Uh, the one that I wanted to see Bucks Mavs in the finals. Um, that one's still alive. Uh, and then uh, some of the awards were also um, uh, released. I'm, uh, I'm done. And, I don't need to talk about it. I'm, yeah. Uh, did they, they did. I've expended all man. energy on that. The last, the only thing I'll say is like, no, I, whatever. It's a regular season award. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, really matter. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be talking about it for over a year. It'll it'll come up again with Jokic and the MVP. He's gonna yeah. have this. He's gonna have a good year next year. He's gonna be at the top. Yeah, definitely. Um, Monty Williams won Coach of the Year. I think I think that's totally well deserved. Uh, and then Tyler Hero won Six Man, which everybody well deserved. Knew. Yep. Um, <clears throat> um, most improved. Are we already talking about that? Uh, most improved with jaw. I think we did last episode. Yeah, we, we did. about yeah, the Desmond yeah, Bain right. thing. Um, I just wanted before we get it to NBA club superstar um, that uh, Nick Wright released today. Um, I just wanted to say the last time we did the tiers, uh, I had Bucks as the favorites. I had Mavs Suns as contenders, and then in the conference finals ceiling, I had Grizzlies Sixers Celtics. I think I was basically like ninety percent on that at the, at this point right now. Um, other than maybe the Warriors in that conference final ceiling. But again, that was with the jaw injury. So I'll give, I'll give myself a little bit of a pass on that one. Um, but we'll see how, how it ends up and who goes to the finals. Um, all right. So uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. You know, text me about it, about club superstar. Um, and this has kind of always been a discussion where like, you know, it's usually like fans of that uh, team whoever the best player is, um, if he's like, you know, a bona fide star, they'll usually try to include him in the superstar um, uh, category. But since we have so many good players, I think it is um, interesting to see like where the cutoff will be. Um, And uh, today, Nick Wright released one that was 12 players long. Um, I, I did review it and uh, I kind of made my own list and I had eight locks out of the 12 that are definite superstars right now. I'll do that. I'll guess them. Okay. As, as Explain your criteria, but then we'll do it that way. Then I had three players that I consider superstars, but I'm, 
because of circumstances this year, maybe because of injury or their teams weren't very good. Like, I think they're still in because I, I still want to do that 12. I'm still going to do 12. Right. But yeah. those uh, 9, 10, 11 are, um, I think they'll still, I think they're still superstars, but I'm not 100% sure because of whatever happened this year. Um, and then I have four players that I'm deciding for that last spot. Okay. So your locks are at, all right. So let's first establish like superstar is something you've built over multiple years and resume and reputation and brand, correct? Yes. But the amount of years I think is less important because a lot of it is to us is ascending. So like, I think one player that we'll talk about obviously is jaw. Um, he's only in his what third year, third, third, yeah, third year. He won most improved this year. Uh, he was a, I don't know where he finished up in MVP, but he was in the discussion for you know top five MVP finish. But he doesn't really have a resume, he's only been in the playoffs once. Um, so you do have to kind of do some kind of like subjective, like marketing kind of opinion, like who do you think is is somewhat known around the league that a casual fan would know. I think that yeah. is also important. The superstar thing is not just performance on the court. Right. Okay. Uh, so your locks are obviously um, LeBron, KD, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Luka, Steph. One more. I don't I think you've like you're probably saying I don't even know if you would put would you put Tatum in there? No, not a lock. He, no, I figured he was one of your questions. Um, hold on, hold on. I said Luca, right? Yeah, it's it's the player we just discussed. Oh, you put him? No, oh, fuck no, he's not a lock. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. discuss. We'll we'll disagree on that one. But so those are my locks. Those eight. Uh, LeBron, no order. LeBron, KD, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Luka, Curry, and Ja. Okay. And then, and then your uh, next three were based on so injury, injury. Uh, maybe so like a- you're, you're, age. you're thinking that like how how they recover from that. Uh, yeah, I want to. They were. They I, were. I don't think that's fair. For they Kawhi. were previously considered. They were previously considered superstars, like definite superstars. But for uh, this season, there was so much explosion of talent that they're still in the club, but uh, they're in, the, in that bottom, like, four rung. But I, so it's, it's I hard. It's hard because, like, they're definitely in it. They're definitely in it. Like, I didn't consider them keep keeping them out. But I don't know. Maybe next year they 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 because of whatever season they have they're they're pulled out or somebody else replaces. So you're talking them. about Kawhi. You're talking about Dame, and probably Tatum. No. Kawhi. Kawhi Dame. And because of a circ- AD. No. CP three. CP three. Oh yeah. Just because of age, he'll be thirty eight next year. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Of, I didn't think he was that much i don't know see that, he's the, it's just so hard seed. it's so hard to discuss because like he's not even the best player on his own team anymore no he's not 
so like that's that's so tough to but, but like the, again that's it's also like it is somewhat of a subjective like yeah. impact he's been a he's been a star at least for so long like booker to me even though he's the best player he hasn't made that jump that usually a superstar makes i think he makes i think he makes that like know. if they lose this series if they lose a series against the mavs like you have to put that on cp and booker like they're the number one seed they're they have two stars maybe three stars versus one star um, two. you can't call eight in the star okay two and a half two and a half stars because i mean he's still he's still one of the best bigs in the league um uh if they lose to them that's not going to look good for booker no, or I cp3 agree. um and then that last spot was between four different players and you've already mentioned a few of them so tatum butler yep, yep. booker yep and one um, more uh you you said him you said him he He's a big guy. Wait, did you not already say Jokic? No, no, no. he's a lot. He was a lock. It's uh, okay. AD. You already said it. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. So Tatum, AD, Booker, and Butler. Yeah, and- it's just so it's just so subjective because of the the like resume, like the resume versus like like I still think like I don't know. Hold on. So like, I'm, the, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that there's any reason that Josh ja should be a lock and Jimmy Butler shouldn't like, just because Ja had a better regular season this year. Like Jimmy was better in the playoffs the last couple of years and arguably has been this year. The thing that Ja has mostly for him is he's the most exciting player in the league. I right. Think that, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I, that I gives that. you, I think that gives you superstar level. Yeah. I got that. Um, and I think this is also so it's like, going to be different than our. It could be different than your best player list. So who would your locks be out of the out of the twelve spots? All if you right. were just doing twelve so, spots. So I so that's what. Where do you draw the line? So a lot of them are going to be like LeBron's. Obviously, is a lock because of legacy. Like yeah, I mean KD's still KD. KD's still there. Like I think the younger younger like slash in your prime now superstars. You have, you know, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Luka's in his prime now. I mean, he still can obviously be further, but, like, yeah. he's fucking that good where he's, like, in his prime. Um, Curry's kind of a legacy. Curry's at the end, like, end, end of his prime. Yeah. Um, so, what's that? Seven? That's seven. Those like, are my... Like, do you think Kawhi's a lock? Yeah, I think Kawhi's a lock. Eight. I have him as more of a lock than CP. Than ja. Oh, okay. Than CP. I would say those. That's eight right there. You name. And then you then you flirt with the like injury slash getting older. So I think I would also have Tatum as, as a lock now. Really? Yeah, dude. He lock- made such a step this year. Yeah, but you were just arguing about Butler over Jaw. But you don't do you think Butler's a lock? I think I think Tatum, I think you could say Tatum over Ja. Tatum over Ja. Yeah. Uh I'm still I'm still not hundred percent on Tatum. Like I he's definitely yeah. better than I thought he would be. Uh definitely made a jump this year. But I think he's still a borderline. He's also right? playing against the fucking Think Bucks, about he's yeah. playing about the bet the Bucks defense right now, yeah. which has been the number one rated defense in the playoffs so far this year. Yeah, he is. 
Um, but, but is he is he the best? Is he playing the best on his team right now? I mean, it's close between it's him. It's close, and, and he's between. He's being guarded by the best perimeter defender in the NBA, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. So there's my nine. Um, and then yeah, then you have like Job Butler, CP, and Dame, and Book. I think they're all right there. Those five for the last three spots. I, I'd have to sit down and look at it and think about it more. Yeah, I think I think your point on Kawhi, he was probably if I had nine locks, he would have been my ninth lock. Yeah, just because I don't. How, he didn't. About he didn't play at all he, this year. Yeah, exactly. And think about how good he was in that. Yeah, in that Mav series. Yeah, and then like, and then compared to to someone like Dame, who also lost a year, but he also played at the beginning of the year and didn't look great. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that and and I think that, Kawhi has a much better resume than Dame. Yeah, too. yeah, definitely. Um. So I think I think nine right there with Kawhi. I think that's fair to say those are locks. Obviously, you disagree with with Jaw. Um, I think Dame, CP three, and AD are players that were superstars that we have to reconsider for next year. Um, and then Tatum, Booker, and Butler are like new entries that we have to see how they compare to the other players. But I think, like you said, where the cutoff is, I think 12 makes sense because once you get to 12, then you're like, I could include him, but is he really a superstar at 13? So I think yeah. 10, 10, 11, 12, I think that's a good place. And as the league gets more skilled uh, and more talented, we could see the the list expand to, of superstars. Because yeah. like, if you think about it, like five years ago, there weren't 12 superstars. Right, yeah. And also, but... Like so, where my cutoff was, I think you like pretty much agreed. That's that was like what, like f- we're at like fourteen, I think. Yeah. So everyone that was everyone that was in Nick Wright's plus Jimmy and and uh, book are like okay. flirting with it. Got so it. like, but yeah, like I think that that's insane to think that there's like fourteen people that like could be could fighting be, for that. And could... I agree with your point. There could expand, but like I also do think there is like. Not a sig- bro, thing. but eventually though it it's gonna become the criteria is gonna be tighter though because as yeah. as there are more players that are like superstars, not all of them can you can build a team around. So yeah. it's like it's gonna then become are you a superstar from a performance and marketing standpoint, and then also can we build around you? Yeah, it's kind of like, like are you because someone I like, feel like AD, it's almost like these are like. Yeah, because then you get into the discussion that we're gonna have to cut this soon. But like, then you get into this discussion is like, are you are you only a superstar if like you're well, obviously the branded part and can build around. But if you also can be, or you're well thought of as you can be the number one player on a championship team. Yeah, because like like your point when you said books the better player on the Suns, which he probably is, but CP three is more. He's, I think book would be a a floor riser and C- and CP is more of a ceiling riser um, for what they, what they contribute to the Suns because yeah, without to see, you got to see what, what the Suns look like without CP three before we give a full judgment on book. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, because like his, he's shown in, in spots uh, when CP three has been out of his elevated playmaking, but he's just never going to have to do that until CP three is, 
done. But th- but that's the thing. I don't know. Like the last game, uh, game f- game four against the Mavs, like Book played really well. He shot the ball really well. But at the end of the game, you don't feel like he's had as big of an impact as somebody like CP3 would have, or like even like Luca would have. Obviously, Luca's better than Book, but you know, even when Luca's not, you know, scoring 40, 40 points a night, you can tell he. I mean, last game is a good example. He was pretty, he wasn't very he wasn't that efficient, but he still had a crazy impact on. Him. Yeah, crazy impact, and like sometimes Book doesn't seem like he's having that impact from like a a winning standpoint and and that was kind of like the the cri- the criticism of him you know before when they were weren't making nah, the playoffs i don't think you, you don't go too far with this like that he was playing with some trash ass players before they were in the playoffs like they've they've built their team a lot up now like i'm even if cp wasn't on this team and you replace them with x amount of salary they're still like a top tier team in the west Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not, they're like winning the finals, but they're still like. I'm not saying he's like a good, good player, bad team. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying we haven't seen him without CP3 have a winning season. Right. Um. So again, like you said, it, it it'll only be fair once we see him without. Um. But again, the Suns might mess it up and give him some shitty squad after CP's gone. They might not sign Aiton. Like, um, it yeah, might not man. be good for him. That'd be um, scary. But yeah, it, I think it's definitely interesting, and and we'll also kind of like talk about our best players list in the off season. Um, but uh, very anticipated game fives tonight. Um, good luck, Gladdy, for your city. Yeah, thanks for distracting me until an hour before the game time. Let me go start sweating. <laughs> um, all right, so that uh, wraps up this episode. Thank you, Gladdy. Thank you to everyone out there. Please rate and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace.